0: A little bit crazy, but I enjoy it. I so. <laughs> bet you are tired. Three, four, and five-year-olds, they can keep you moving.
1: I've always done really good with little kids since, I mean, even I was younger. Three, two, one.
2: VR Workforce Studio, podcasting the sparks that ignite vocational rehabilitation through the inspiring stories of people with disabilities who have gone to work
3: in a position at NASCO Cabinetry.
2: As well as the professionals who have helped them. A job and a career. You gotta look at how life-changing this is. And the businesses who have filled their talent pipelines with workers that happen to have disabilities. To help expand
4: registered apprenticeship.
2: These are their stories.
4: Because there's such a great story to tell
1: about people with disabilities.
4: Now,
2: here is the host of the VR Workforce Studio, Rick Sizemore.
0: Welcome to episode 104 of the VR Workforce Studio podcast. Rick Sizemore here, along with a fabulous and talented Betsy Cibillette. What's up, Betsy?
5: Hey, Rick. You know, we are working our way through 2022. In some parts of the country, people like me are ready for spring. But snow, unfortunately, was still on the ground February 2nd in Pennsylvania, where our good friend Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow and scurried back into his burrow, meaning we can expect cold weather for another six weeks.
0: (laughs) Well, everyone loves Groundhog Day, especially the movie. And I know you've seen that movie, right?
5: Yeah, at least 10 times. And if you've seen the movie, you know the main character, Phil Connor, played by Bill Murray, lives the same day over and over again on Groundhog Day.
0: (laughs) Yes, and he lives that same day over and over and over, trying out many new things he's never tried before. He works on cars, he becomes a musician, he becomes an ice sculptor, just like so many of our DARS clients are exploring career opportunities during Job Shadowing Month.
5: Yes, and Job Shadowing Month actually began as Groundhog Job Shadow Day, which takes place on February 2nd, the same day as Groundhog Day. But its name being a play off the holiday's name that has morphed into Job Shadowing Month with a focus on activities that offer young people transitioning into the workforce an opportunity to shadow someone in the workplace.
0: Well, our show today is all about job shadowing. Later, Betsy talks with Michelle Dunovan of Striven Media about the virtual job shadowing they offer online as we explore how DARS is providing online as well as hands-on job shadowing opportunities for students all across Virginia.
5: If you are a young person, especially with a disability, job shadowing offers you a powerful opportunity to dive right in and explore careers you've been interested in. And parents and guardians also get excited about seeing these first steps in career planning.
0: And the leaders of business and industry are excited about your exploration because it helps them attract future workers into their talent pipelines. The extraordinary array of opportunities emerging through DARS is spearheaded by our business development managers. We begin today with DARS business development manager, Beth Groff. Welcome to the podcast, Beth.
6: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Beth, tell us what you're trying to accomplish through these job shadowing events.
6: Our goal for February, which is National Job Shadow Month, is to bring real-world experiences and really show our young people what it's like to work as a veterinary assistant, what it's like to work as a receptionist or um, a certified nurse's assistant or an RN. Um, we really have focused on every activity being uh, strictly discussing what happens in that job more so than just, you know, here are our benefits, here, um, you know, is the kind of work we do, here's our mission. But we really have tried to highlight what actually the work that is actually being done. And, and we're doing this virtually. And I think that we're doing a pretty good job at it. Um, It's been very enlightening for me and I hope certainly for our young people and the other folks that have joined us on our virtual calls.
0: With the challenges that business faces in the workforce, finding qualified employees, are you finding business owners being more open to the (laughs) idea of hiring someone with a disability?
6: absolutely um it's interesting our environment right now um with the focus on um highlighting and accepting abilities of all different types of people i think that in itself has opened more doors for people with disabilities um i think that Our, you know, I really have felt really good about our agency and our Wilson workforce. We really are out in the community a lot. And I do feel like that businesses are embracing um, the candidates, the qualified candidates that we have now because there's such a need for workers, And so we are really excited to show what our candidates can do, as well as how we can support businesses in developing that uh, pipeline and developing that employee. So it really is a good time for um, all job seekers. But I think also, especially folks with disabilities, because I do think people are a little more open-minded these days.
0: Beth Groff is a business development manager with the Virginia Department for Aging and Rehabilitative Services. Thank you for being on our podcast today, Beth.
6: Thank you for having me. I appreciate
5: it. Rick, the pandemic has had devastating effects on so many facets of our world, especially in economically challenged and rural areas. But the one thing that seems to define vocational rehabilitation is resilience.
0: And a great example of that resilience comes to us from Norton, Virginia. Melissa Woods-Clark is a vocational rehabilitation counselor from Southwest Virginia. Joins us now to talk about how they're using job shadowing to help students explore the workforce.
4: Um, It's really about just putting those lists together of those kids who want to do those things and then talking to employers, and it's really about us doing what we ask the students to do, which is put ourselves uh, out of our comfort zone a little bit and take a little bit of a risk that somebody's going to say no. That's (laughs) that's exactly right. The answer might be yes. It
0: certainly could be.
4: And I'll tell you one of the things that I did, this is probably the only thing that I would even tell you was remotely creative, and and it'll tell you a little bit more about some of these folks, Um, all over social media, I keep seeing things talking about how COVID has impacted the world of work. And everyone is talking about how folks don't want to go to work. Uh, They're talking about minimum wage changes. They're talking about lack of experiences for our kids in our rural areas. So I finally, in November had been working a little bit with some of these folks already, but I actually went on my personal Facebook page and I put out an all call and I literally encouraged people to put their money where their mouths were and said that I had a lot of very talented friends on Facebook. And I wanted to know who was interested in opening their doors to some of these students so we could wet the students' appetites for these opportunities so that they don't feel like the whole world is closed. And I had several that stepped up and said, Hey, contact me, contact me. Um, so we have uh several students who want to talk about pet grooming. But well, it just so happens I have a friend whose daughter has opened up a pet grooming business called Farfetched. That's awesome. <laughs> and she has I know it's, it's so cute. It's far fetched grooming and we have two or three other grooming um Businesses that have stepped out into the uh, region just here recently as well. This one, I just, I start with who I know and work myself out in concentric circles as we go.
0: Mackenzie Pleasant joins us from King Christian Academy in Big Stone Gap, Virginia. Welcome to the podcast. Mackenzie, tell us what you've been doing.
1: Yeah, definitely. I've been helping the teachers like Miss Monica with the three, four, and five-year-olds, which... It's a little bit crazy, but I enjoy it, so. I
0: <laughs> bet you are tired. Three, four, and five-year-olds, they can keep you moving. I've
1: always always done really good with little kids since, I mean, even I was younger, because I used to go to actually another daycare when I lived in Tennessee, and I was one of the oldest kids there, so I'd always help out with the younger kids. So ever since then, I've always really wanted to like be a teacher or do something with smaller kids, like three and four year olds. Uh, I want to do speech therapy for little children like this. Um, because like, especially when I was little, I had to go to speech therapy and I always really enjoyed it because the teachers made it fun for me. Yeah. So yeah.
0: So how will today help you along your pathway to moving into the workforce, possibly to be a speech therapist?
1: Just understanding how like kids work and being around them more, I feel like would help me.
5: Rick in Northern Virginia, students are using the virtual platforms to get ready for employment.
0: Polina Leonova is a student at McLean High School and recently went through a virtual job shadowing event. Tell us what you were involved in, Polina.
2: Um, so
1: being doing like interviews. Getting ready how to work. Resume and then how to get ready for work. For example, we watch we watch the the video and then like how to get ready, like what to wear and how to like behave.
0: So what kind of work do you think you'd like to do in the future?
1: I like uh, childhood. I like helping people.
0: What other kinds of vocational rehabilitation have you been involved in?
1: I just got a job site, uh, gooches, grocery store. I like bagging. I like talking to people, friends. Yeah, basically that.
0: We also have hands-on job shadowing opportunities in places like James Madison University, where John was able to explore landscaping jobs. I didn't know
3: how to use the lawnmower.
0: fun. John's VR counselor, Anna Stark, is part of the team at the DARS office in Harrisonburg. She's been involved in setting up job shadowing. At James Madison University, through their facilities management area, geospatial engineering services, trades, HVAC, plumbing. Anna, you've got it all here. Tell us what you're trying to do with these job shadowing experiences. So
7: really just trying to provide a whole bunch of experiences for students so that they can better be prepared for their future and start to work towards those goals and those career pathways.
0: You have so many things going on, but I have to put you on the spot. Is there one particular student who had an aha moment that really left a lasting impression with you?
7: I have a couple seniors that actually got to tour JMU and a lot of them are almost ready to enter the workforce once they graduate in June. Um, So I did have at least three that were telling me afterwards they would like to definitely look into employment. Um, And they currently do some landscaping on the side now, and they work within their schools to um, go to MTC and do different types of building trades and learn about the educational components of those types of jobs. And then they're practicing the hands-on independently.
0: If you could leave our listeners with the most important message you have about the value of job shadowing, what would you say?
7: I would say take the time to explore, take the time to engage and trying something does not necessarily mean that that is exactly what you're going to be doing. I think it is extremely insightful and necessary to help support the development and the understanding and the opportunities that Turn into employment. Um, So definitely try it all and don't shy away from something just because you're unsure. I would encourage everybody to determine for themselves, even if something sounds a certain way or a job you may not have considered, um, a lot of beautiful things can come out of that. And therefore, I would definitely want everybody to just take a look at everything and all that they can in the world of employment.
0: Anna Stark is a vocational rehabilitation counselor with the Virginia Department for Aging and Rehabilitative Services. Thanks for being on our podcast.
7: Thank you so much for having me.
5: So if you are a person with a disability, then job shadowing, even virtual job shadowing, might be the perfect way for you to explore different careers. Our next guest works for a partner of DARS who created a fabulous online career exploration resource, something near and dear to those in VR. Um, we have Shelly Donovan who's vice president of sales at Striven Media. They are the creators of virtualjobshadow.com, which is a leader in the field of career exploration for students of all ages. So welcome, Shelley. Thanks
8: so much for having me, Betsy. Nice to be here.
5: Well, great. Uh, first, give us a little background on the virtualjobshadow.com platform. You know, Who uses it? And what type of content and curriculum do you have? And what are some of the most popular job shadowing videos?
8: Absolutely. So um, our platform serves anyone from sixth grade and up. I like to say whether you're 12, 13 years old, up to 105 trying to figure out what you want to be when you grow up, our platform will serve you well. Um, So our platform, it works really well, especially in sixth grade through 12th grade, we sell to a lot of school districts. Um, however, we also served uh, workforce agencies as well as work rehab agencies, private, nonprofit companies. Um, so we really serve a very wide variety of customer and some of the most popular job shadowing videos, our aerospace engineer is one of our top ones. Uh, we also have a marine mammalogist, um, which is a really fun video to watch if you love animals. Um, the vet tech seems to get a lot of plays as well. Um, and then our choreographer and our graphic designer are probably next you. So that's our top five. All right. No uh, football players and... <laughs> professional athletes. Surprisingly not. Um, We do have a couple of those. We have some really fun ones. So if you keep exploring and you find us, absolutely. There's some really great ones.
5: Well, how has virtualjobshadow.com established itself as the leading
8: career exploration and planning platform? That's a great question. You know, it it takes time. We started back in um, 2012 and really built and and really came about in 2014 um, as a product. And we built from there. And I think because we're so relevant, um, it's something that students and people can relate to in the video format. They don't have to read everything. Um, And from there, we just started to listen to customer feedback like you and, and, and your company and your organization Um, And we took that and we started to build on pieces as we went along. And so we're ever evolving. It's we're never stagnant. And I think that's really what has attributed to our success. Um, We added a whole new video set um, in our production back in 2020, and it happened to be aligned right when COVID hit. Uh, We released 35 new videos called Life Skills Videos, um, and we now have over 400 on our platform that that are outside of our career profile.
5: Wow, that's a lot of videos. Um, So our agency, DARS, uh, uses the platform, especially for our pre-employment transition services students. So tell us how Virtual Job Shadow has collaborated with vocational rehabilitation and special education to ensure the development of content that meets the requirements of our pre-ETS, as we call them, uh, pre-employment transition services.
8: Absolutely. So it's really interesting how we started to find um, that we really align nicely with um, the goals of vocational rehab programs and pre-ETS. Um, It started with uh, first us talking with a um, teacher who said, you know, I took my students IEP and I aligned it with your goal building section. So we have a short term and a long term goal section where students can write what their goals are. And, you know, if you make those smart, the more likely they are to accomplish them. Um, And so they had Built that in along with their IEP on our platform, and found that it works so nicely. So that was like a aha moment for us, and we're like, "Well, what else can we do here?" Because we love to say that we we really feature our platform for all students and all people, um, and we really want to make that um, attainable and inclusive as is possible. And so from there, um, what we did is we hired a director of learning solutions that had a background in VR, um, over 20 years experience. And what he did, he came on board. Um, He began to write what we call our flex lessons, um, which um, really catered to the needs of pre-ETS as well as transition students. And so that's really been kind of our, you know, Entry into really trying to find all of the ways in which we could serve, um, you know, the VR population and the pre eds population in transition, which led us into a whole other area where we uh, created videos with in collaboration with VCU called Work is for Everyone. And so it's a whole series of people with disabilities because we want everyone to know that there's a place for them in the workforce and we want them to see themselves in the workforce. So whether it's a seen or unseen disability, we try to feature everyone. Besides being, you know, a virtual
5: platform for videos, right, you're you're saying there's a curriculum aspect of it. Could you
8: expand a little more on the lessons that students can utilize on this platform? Absolutely. So when you log in and you have a license with us, essentially you have access to our Flex Lessons. And what that allows you to do is go into the section called VJS lessons. And we have pre built, I believe it's 52 lessons at this point um, that serve all different types. So there are um, employability soft skills there, there are social and emotional lessons there, there are the pre eds programs or lessons there. Um, and you can choose from that assortment or utilize all of them throughout the year. Um, we also have an entire section and it's called a new lesson. So you can build from scratch any lesson that you want. So it can really be customized and tailored to the needs of your students or your clients.
5: How did you fare during the pandemic and how were you able to meet the needs of the
8: students? Absolutely. Well, it's very nice to have virtual in your name. I'll say that, especially during that time, it actually worked for us rather than against us, um, you know, unlike most of you know what happened to employment. Um, we fared very well. Um, the nice thing is that our platform had already been utilized, you know, in both a classroom setting or virtually. So, it, whether they were virtual or hybrid or in person, you can utilize our pa- platform no matter where you are. And that's what's really nice. It's so versatile and it can be utilized in any scenario, essentially. How does it work with students
5: of different skill levels? So, for example, you have a VR counselor who uses. The platform, say, with a student with an intellectual disability, working toward an applied studies diploma versus a standard or advanced diploma.
8: Like I said, and um, we are incredibly inclusive. We're also also very equitable in our approach. And we know that, you know, no matter what it is you're trying to accomplish and your goals is is that. Work is important for everyone and everything matters in our society. Um, and so no matter if you're working you know, with someone in the pre ed program or someone who's working towards an advanced degree, I like to say our platform meets you where you are. And so if you're working with a counselor, the way the counselor can differentiate is all of our lessons, even the pre-built ones that we've created, can all be edited And so you can change the reading level. So you can change it if there's a word in there that, you know, would not make sense or a sentence or even if there's an activity you would not want them to do, you can delete that activity. You can change the terminology. You can raise the level or lower the level to wherever you need it to be. So it really is a flexible way um, for you to approach that, as well as to work together. I mean, our platform allows you to watch videos together. You can play that. You can assign it to them so that you can work on an assignment together, or you can just have a conversation and do things together if if that's needed. Or you can allow them to work independently if that's where you know they they thrive. So that's the really be- real beauty of our platform, I think. Right. Well, it sounds
5: like you should add flexible to the name of the company, so that's great. (laughs) Lastly, do you have a favorite success story of how Virtual Job Shadow has changed the lives of of a student, say, who's gone on to a successful career?
8: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's why I do what I do. I mean, if it wasn't having an impact, then, you know, it's kind kind of meaningless then. Um, so there is, there's quite a few stories, but my favorite one that may be most relatable um, is we work with another vote rehab agency and they're in Georgia and the um, student had been kind of, unfortunately, we have a tendency to put people in boxes or set limitations for them. Um, and so this time when he was, he was in the pre-ETS program and um, people had told him, you know, he said, oh, I like robots. I want to work with robots. I want to, you know, do something and build robots. And people were like, mm, you might want to look and try to discourage him from going that pathway. Um, but there was a teacher or a counselor who actually took an interest in him, saw beyond what the box was, and they, they were able to kind of coach him and see that he had a real propensity for math. Um, and he had a specialty in that. And so it was great. And they ended up um, really nurturing that. And through our platform, they worked with him as well as, you know, he saw the job initially there. He was able to explore a little further. They actually used um, lessons that they had built um, and he graduated, and now works in a robotics company. And they said, making more than any of the people who discouraged him. So. Um. <laughs> I love that, that is a great story. The reason most of us do what we do here is we're very mission driven. I like to say we're, um, you know, fueled by passion, but driven by mission. So um, that's really important to us. And that's the nice thing about it's the first place I've ever worked that I've loved my job. And, um, you know, I, I'm so excited that you're partnering with us and I can't wait to see what we do in the future. Well, great. And we'll hope to
5: can create some videos together. Um, Definitely. We'd love that. So, Well, we'll uh, have information in our show notes about uh, virtualjobshadow.com. And so thank you
8: so much, Shelly, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, it's time for our National Clearinghouse Report with the always informative and entertaining Heather Service. Hello, Heather. Thanks for having me. It's great to be back. We've been talking with a variety of young people about their job shadowing experiences and virtual job shadowing. What do you have in the clearinghouse for us this month?
9: Well, I've got three resources to share with you about job shadowing, or what we also call work-based learning experiences. Absolutely. The first is the National Technical Assistance Center on Transition, the Collaborative. And this website has so many good resources about work-based learning that I just couldn't pick one. So the website itself is what I'm going to leave you with because there's a lot of great information for individuals with disabilities looking to learn more, their families, and VR counselors who are hoping to learn more about work-based learning experiences.
0: You know, Heather, that is so important because people who listen to this show and particularly young people who are now involved in, in job shadowing and their families, they're searching for that information. And we feel like the Clearinghouse is just a perfect place to point people toward when they're in that exploration. So kudos to you and the team.
9: I have a few others to share. The second is a webinar that was completed by WINTAC and NTAC, which are technical assistance centers that specialize in transition services. And this webinar goes over work-based learning experiences so that counselors who are perhaps new to the field or would like to learn a little bit more about how work-based learning experiences work can take it and see for themselves and sharpen their skills. The great thing about this particular training is it is available for about one and a half hours of CRC continuing education credits. So if you take the webinar and you like it, complete your evaluation and you should be able to get some CRC credits for that one.
0: Well, some of our partners that need CRC credit will be excited about that.
9: Absolutely. I'll take the free credits wherever (laughs) I can get them. Free is always good. Absolutely. Love some free CRC credits. The last resource that I wanna share with you is actually another podcast. And it was created by the University of Maryland and their Center for Transition and Career Innovation. And it's called, Be Involved, How to Engage Families and Youth in Planning for Work Experience Opportunities. And this podcast is actually done on video, so you can watch it or you can listen to it. And it really goes through how professionals that are engaging families and youth can use best practices to engage these families and the individuals with disabilities in the planning process and get them prepared to work.
0: Heather Service directs the National Clearinghouse Rehabilitation Training Materials. Thanks for your report, Heather.
9: Thanks, Rick.
0: Here's Lynn Harris, Director of the Wilson Workforce and Rehabilitation Center Foundation.
3: The foundation is pleased to bring you these exciting stories of how vocational rehabilitation is changing people's lives. We thank all of our partners in podcasting who made this episode possible. Aladdin Foods Management, fueling students, community, and culture. The Council of State Administrators of Vocational Rehabilitation, bringing talent to America's workforce for 100 years. CVS Health, revolutionizing the consumer health experience. And the Hershey Company, named to CNBC's list of America's most just companies. You can find out more about becoming a sponsor at wwrcf.org or find our contact information in the show notes at vrworkforcestudio.com.
0: You can always find another exciting episode as we podcast the sparks that ignite vocational rehabilitation here at the VR Workforce Studio. Until next time, I'm Rick Sizemore.
2: The VR Workforce Studio podcast is owned and operated by the Wilson Workforce and Rehabilitation Center Foundation. The foundation publishes and distributes the VR Workforce Studio and manages all sponsor arrangements. Audio content for the podcast is provided to the Wilson Workforce and Rehabilitation Center Foundation by the Virginia Department for Aging and Rehabilitative Services in exchange for promotional considerations.